Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Thank you, Pastor Randa. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Give me two seconds. Thank you, Nikki. How are we all doing? Good? I'm going to get straight into it because we've got a lot to get through and God's going to do some amazing things tonight. Is everyone keen and ready to go? Right? Because God's going to move today. And He's already moved in worship. And I really believe that God's just going to speak to each one of us about this series of growth. So uh, who's got their Bibles here today? Great. Paper Bibles? No one. Great. That's awesome. Fantastic. Uh, Matthew 28, verse 19 to 20. So I'm just going to read this out real quick and we'll get into it. So therefore, it says in verse 19, Jesus is talking to his disciples. He's saying, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. Let's, let's pray. Thank you, Father, for this word. Thank you, Father, that every word that we speak, Lord Jesus, that it will be from you, Father. And anything that's not of you, let it not stick. But, Father, everything that is of you, let it stick like super glue. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you ready to grow? All right, turn to your other neighbor and say, keep growing. Keep growing, yeah. So if you like a title to your message today and you like to take notes, uh, the title of the message is Keep Growing. Everyone say, keep growing. Keep growing. This is going to be super practical, super easy. This is not going to be rocket science by any means necessary, but I believe each and every single point that we have to share is something impacting. As soon as we grasp it, it will change our walk with God and it will change our growth in the way we speak and the way we do life in general. So I'm going to get straight into it and... Uh, one of the biggest things that we have as Christians or as human beings, as per se, is that we all have the capacity to grow. And it doesn't matter where, what season you're in or uh, what you're doing in life or what area or what careers uh, you're in, you have the capacity to grow. It doesn't matter if you're a CEO, it doesn't matter if you just started your job or whatever it is, you have the capacity to grow. So this is applicable to every single person in this world, every single person in this room, and it's applicable to you because this is something that God's given us. He's given us the capacity to enlarge our wisdom, to enlarge our growth. And this is one of the biggest reasons is because he wants us to get to know him. Because he's an infinite God. He's an infinite uh, being, as we say. He's far beyond our mind can ever comprehend. So even when we get to heaven, we're still going to be getting to know God because he's so infinite and so big and so amazing and his love is so vast that we will still be growing and we will still be learning about who Jesus is. And that's the amazing part of who we are as humans and who we are as Christians. So growing up for me was a lot of fun because I had my mum and dad with me. Growing up in a Christian family has been really good because uh, the parents th- did their job 
to the right degree where they've taught me to read my Bible and pray every day. It was installed into me. Like it was, you have to do it, much like Pastor Bruce was sharing just a second ago, that my mum used to hassle me to get to pray and to read the Bible every day. I remember uh, one day, I think we were in the Middle East, and we, were, uh, we always used to kneel down and pray in our bedside. And mum used to pray. And uh, as soon as mum started praying, we used to kneel down. Gabby and myself, my brother, we used to kneel down and we used to fall asleep or pretend to fall asleep because we didn't want to pray, right? We were like, oh, no, we're falling asleep. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but, you know, mum used to whack us and go, you're praying. So that was one of the things. So, and it's, it's funny. You don't see it at the moment, but when you're going through tough times, you remember Psalms 23 and it says, God is my rock and my shield. Who shall I fear? And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because these things will come to you in the times that you need. And you won't recognize it in the moment, but you'll recognize it when your seasons are in trouble or when you're in trouble, for say, in that sense. And even things like when you're stepping into a new season, you'll we start to realize the words will start to come to you like, for I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And it doesn't matter where you're at, you'll remember those things. But I'm here to tell you this one thing. And the parents have done their job and they should do their job to raise the children to the right degree like that. But that is not enough. For us as Christians or for us as human beings, we need to realize that growth comes from within. It comes from us. So we have to have a zeal to grow. We have to have a zeal to actually expand our capacity to enlarge our area, to enlarge ourselves, to become better people, to become more wise in everything that we're doing and more, uh, I guess, more capacity to just stretch and to reach people because God has called us to reach a generation like never before. He's called us to change the world, to change the nations. And to do that, we have to have a passion and a zeal to grow. So great. Encouraging people is awesome. Having people in your life to encourage you is awesome, but it always must come from within. So point number one, I'm going to go straight into it, is identify that there's a need for growth. It's rocket science, right? It's so hard. No, it's super simple, but it's so applicable because we need to identify in our lives in whatever area, whatever thing that we're doing, that we need to identify that there's a need for growth. Um, so say you want to get healthier. Say you want, you want to lose 10 kilos or whatever it is, right? You need to, what do you need to do? You need to go to the gym. You need to start working out and you need to get healthier, better diet and everything like that. But you can't do it for the wrong reasons. If you're trying to impress a certain someone, a certain lady or a certain man, whatever it is, right? But as soon as they disappoint you, you will go to Macca's, get a Big Mac, get some chips and get some Coke with extra ice in it, right? Come on. That's what you would do. Because that's, yeah, you know, I've done it, been there, done that, thought it, right? But if it comes from within, if it comes from within... And you realize that, you know what, I actually want to live a healthy lifestyle. I actually want to live healthy because I want to be healthy. That's when growth comes. That's when you go, you know what, doesn't matter what everyone else thinks, but I'm going to go to the gym and pick up those dumbbells and start working out because I want to be healthy, right? Or whether it's your studies, right? Whether it's, you know, I want to study something. I want to become a better, better teacher or better, better at my certain degree or my certain career. You need to study, Right? Again, mum used to tell me to study every day. Now, that never happened, but she always used to hassle me and tell me to study. But again, why, why is that? 
It's because we need to grow. We need to have a zeal for in our hearts to grow. We're not here to stay still. We're not here to just stay stagnant in the season that we're in. But God has called us to keep moving. He's called us to take the next step in every single day, in every single season, every single moment. Even in your social life. Don't tell me you can't talk to people because you have the capacity to grow. You have the capacity to grow in terms of talking to people and having a really good social life. That's not an excuse, but you have the capacity to grow. Don't tell people that you spend money too much because it's so easy. No, learn how to budget in, in what you do. Learn how to really understand what money is and the value behind that. And never, ever say, tomorrow, I will do it tomorrow. Because that's something I've always said. I've always said, Mum, I'll do it tomorrow. Or, you know what, I'll do the laundry tomorrow. Or, I'll, uh, I don't know, pick up that tomorrow. I'll do this tomorrow. Or, I'll study tomorrow. I was talking to one of my mates this week, and she was telling me how, you know, she has to study, and she, she's, you know, exams like a week away. I'm like, I'd have studied the night before. Who are the night studiers? Like the day before. Who were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see those hands. I see those hands. That was me. I was always the night before a studier, and that was me. That's what I did. But learn how to time manage. Like, really. Learn how to do that, because that's something that will grow you in your life. And when you, uh, when you have a career, that will help you, because people will notice that. And then lastly, to this point, is reading the Bible. And this is so important. And one of the biggest things in a Christian's faith, in a Christian's walk, is reading, learning to read the Bible. Give me one second. Sorry, my throat's a bit crooked today. Um, but learning to read the Bible is very important. For our faith, for us to become like Jesus, is to be like Jesus. And for us to become like Jesus, we need to be immersed in the Word of God. We need to be immersed in uh, and have a zeal for this faith, for having our faith being grown. And richly, we have to pursue the Word of God like anything, because it is the foundation of Christianity. It's the foundation of what we do and the way we go into all the world. Like it says in Matthew 28, if we're going to go into all the world, we need a foundation. We need the Word of God cementing us to take the next step, cementing us to change the nations. If we're going to do that, and that is our purpose, and that is our call, we need to have the foundation of the Word in our lives. Is this making sense? Great. Cool. Pastor Jeff always says, your level as a believer will always be the level, it will always be the level of your faith. You have to build your faith. You have to build your faith. Now, moving on from that, we've identified the need for growth and we realize that we require to understand, we require to grow. But what do we need to do? We need to, number two, set a goal. Set a goal. Now, again, so simple, so easy, but so easily mistaken or so easily misused in a way. Who set New Year's resolutions this year? Yep, yep, yep. Again, who has done any of their New Year's resolutions this year? Anyone? So far? No? Okay, you still got a few bit left, but that's all good, right? So often we create these New Year's resolutions, and nine times out of ten, we're not going to achieve them, right? 
it's most of the time it's because they're unrealistic to a degree and we never grasp the concept of actually finishing that uh, or finishing whatever the task is or whatever it is but we need to understand that we need to start with the basics so when you go into the gym and I've done this plenty of times and you know the first week is always the best week because you're like you're gonna go into the gym pick up the 20 uh, kilo barbell and you're like yep do my biceps Yep, working them, cool. And you go to the leg press, you're like, cool, you know what? I'm good enough to do 120, all right. I do like, do like 30, 100 push, uh, leg presses and everything like that. By the end of the week, who knows that you're going to get exhausted and you're not going to show up to the gym the week after, right? It's so true and it happens to a lot of people and gyms make a lot of money out of it, especially during the start of the year. In the first two months, people go to the gym and they don't continue because they've overdone themselves and they've burned out in the first week or two, right? So start with the basic, pick up the five kilo barbell. Start with that one. Start enlarging your capacity to grow and staying consistent in that. Whether it be your study, study five minutes a day if that's necessary, right? And read the Bible five minutes a day if that's necessary to start with. That's a starting point. And pray for a minute if that's necessary. If for a minute, it's not that hard. And then we can expand and then we can go to the next phase, right? And take one step at a time. One step at a time and make sure it's achievable. Cool. Hayden's going to come up and he's going to talk about purpose. Why don't we give it up for Hayden? Awesome. Thanks, Michael. That was great. You know, you've got your goals, you're ready to go, you're at the gym doing what you need to do. But you've kind of, like Michael said, you've got to have that purpose in there. And I believe that one of the best places you find a purpose in your life is right here, the local church. At the end of the day, the local church is uh, what Jesus is coming back for. We read about it in Revelations, but our job is to make her beautiful. And our job is to bring people to her and make her the most attractive thing. And I know for my life that the years that I've been serving the local church, that's where I've been able to find my purpose and been able to find the things that I live out for and be able to go and do the things that I do. But I just said yes. I just said yes. When opportunities came and people asked me to do different things, I just said yes. And I found ways to serve that maybe didn't look like exactly what I thought I would be doing to start with or what I thought uh, this whole plan might be. But just by starting somewhere and serving another man's vision and serving God's vision for this local house, I've been able to see massive opportunities in lots of different areas of my life. As was mentioned, I get to lead Red Frogs Western Australia and I'm a part of that amazing team. And last weekend, we were down in Bunbury serving at Groove in the Moon Music Festival with 25,000 people. And we had a gathering the night before of all our volunteers. We had 60 volunteers that night. 18 years ago... Red Frog started with 18 volunteers for Leavers Week. We slept on a lady's house, at a lady's house on the floor and had no idea what we were doing. And last weekend, we went and served 25,000 people. On Wednesday night, I got to stand with uh, some of our national team at a, a dinner, an awards dinner, representing 100,000 student beds through Australia, New Zealand and the Asia-Pacific and we were awarded the business partners of the year. Now, 12 years ago, we weren't even allowed to go into student accommodation because we were too Christian or we were getting kicked out because someone said something that they shouldn't have said. Yet on Wednesday night, the peak industry representative body 
of student accommodation throughout this region acknowledged the work of Red Frogs and celebrated the work of Red Frogs. Do not despise the days of small beginnings. Do not despise about what you're actually saying yes to, that it might not look like this grand plan that you had imagined, but just take steps and, and serving and saying yes and being in the right place at the right time because God will give you the desires of your heart. God gives us our dreams. I believe he calls us. He puts those things in there and they will come to pass. I have seen God be faithful in my life. I can tell you story after story after story. God is good. He's a good God. He wants the best for you in every single part of your life. Now, the devil is a punk, but God is good. Now, there are days when uh, Michael alluded to it before where you don't want to go to the gym anymore. And then if I told you that every single morning when my alarm went off, I jumped out of bed and went, oh my gosh, I get to hand out lollies to children. This is going to be amazing. Um, I'd be lying to you. There are days when I just don't feel like it. There are days when we all just have those days where we're like, oh, do we really have to do this again? But I'm reminded of scriptures uh, in Romans 8 verse 11 that says, but if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal body through his spirit who dwells in you. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 7, the scripture's up on the screen as well. But we have with this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be the God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are struck down, but not destroyed. God will continue to keep you safe. God will continue to, to drive you, to give you the, the passion that you need to keep working towards the goals that you have for your life and fulfilling the purposes that are there. And distractions will come and they'll look really good and they might look pretty or they might have things attached to it that you really want for your life and you think could be really good. 12 months ago, um, so this year, I'm celebrating 19 years of serving in Red Frogs. Uh, this is my 12th year on staff at this church. Oh, sorry, 10th year on staff at this church in serving in lots of different capacities, but mainly Red Frogs. And uh, about 18 months ago, um, I started wondering uh, what my next might be. Um, and if I was going to transition out of Red Frogs, what could that look like? Um, and what sort of industry may I want to go into and what sort of work uh, may I want to do? And, and kind of started maybe letting myself dream a little too much about what might else might be out there. Um, I even considered uh, some university study and it's quite funny, I think I mentioned the last time I was up here, I a two-time uni dropout and now I spend most of my time speaking in universities. Um, but considered uh, maybe uh, going to uni and, and studying uh, certain degrees that would kind of shape uh, where I might want to go in the future. And uh, in July last year, I was sitting at a conference. Uh, Pastor Jeff and Rhonda were there and uh, there was a, a few different speakers there. And on one of the nights, uh, the speaker was talking about how uh, he felt or he'd moved his family to America and had gone to, to go and plant a church and, and how he wondered who might come after him and, and kind of take the church on. And, and he felt the Holy Spirit say, but I've sent you there. This is who is there. And while he's talking, I'm kind of thinking, oh, the things that I've been thinking about over the, the months before about, you know, what my next might be and things like that. And I clearly, I, I told people, and I will tell you now, I, I thought the preacher said, but have I told you? And I believe that that was a word from me, from the Holy Spirit going, but have I actually told you? Have I told you what your next is going to be? 
And um, I kind of sat there and went, and it kind of jolted me a little bit going, well, no, God actually hasn't told me. And so I'm going to continue serving the vision of Red Frogs and I'm going to jump in and go really hard. And I'm going to forget about all these other opportunities that might be there and the things that people are talking to me about. And about a week later, I thought, oh, I should go and listen to that CD of that message again and, and just kind of, you know, hear it again and, and just kind of dwell on it and, and meditate on it a little bit more. And I listened to that CD twice. And at no point did that preacher said, say, but have I told you? And I went, I've, I started praying. I said, but God, like my prayer time, I'm like, but, but I, I'm sure I heard that. And did I make it up? And, you know, what, was it actually a thing? And again, I have, and I don't, I didn't hear the audible voice of God and, and I don't want to stand up here and God speaks to lots of people different ways. But I felt the Holy Spirit say to me that time, but can't I talk to you myself? And I took that as a, let's drop all these distractions. Let's stop wondering about what else might be. And actually let's focus on what God's called me to do. And right now, God's called me to serve the vision of Red Frogs and serve the vision of this house and this local church. And I'm going to do it with my family to the best of my ability. But if I told you distractions don't come, I'd be lying to you. But make sure you've got a scripture. Make sure you've got that, that word of God that can actually keep you focused on where you need to go because they do look attractive. You know, for me, going into another field of work would, would actually represent quite a significant pay rise for me. And, you know, you start thinking about the things that you can do with your family and how it might set you up for the future. But this is what God's called you to do. Stay focused on what God, where God's called you. Stay in the house of God and be there and actually serve it really, really well. Galatians 6 and verse 9 says, Let us not grow weary, weary while doing good, for in due season we will reap a harvest if we do not lose heart. The other thing about your goals and your purpose is stay in your lane. We need you to be the best version of yourself. You're a really good original. You're a really bad copy. So make sure you are sitting and praying and finding out, well, who God, who do I need to be? And how do I need to live my life? And, and the Holy Spirit will come along and, and gently just brush up the edges a little bit and pruning's a little bit painful sometimes. And sometimes it's having those conversations with people that uh, you respect and you admire and actually say, hey, what do I need to do? How do I need to change? What, what is there, are, there, are there blind spots in my life that I'm not seeing that, that I need to adjust uh, in that space? And stay in your lane. Stay in who you want to do. Don't covet someone else's gift. Don't wonder what else, oh, what if I was doing that and I should be doing that. And No, no. God directs your steps. God directs your steps. You've got to be moving and actually going in the direction, but God will direct your paths. It says that in the Bible as well. The best thing that we can do for each other around our gifting and our plan is written in Hebrews 10 verse 23. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering for he who has promised it is faithful and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Get alongside people. Encourage them in their gift. Encourage them in the plan and the purpose that God has for their life. Make sure that they're striving on for what God wants, you to do, what wants them to do. Make sure you're a great friend to the people that are in your life as well, that you're championing each, each other on, that you're cheering each other on through every single season. Sound good? Awesome. Michael Partha? Come back out. Let's finish this off. Let's take it home because we've got some dunking to do. Yep. 
So good. I'm so I haven't I can't remember the last time I was in the tank. I'm I love water baptism. If you have got friends that are getting water baptized, be I told be a stage mum. Come down the front, get your elbows out, get photos, cheer them on, the whole lot. This is a really, really significant time for their uh, Christian walk and for their life. But Michael's going to talk to you for a little bit about your life um, and your journey, and then we're going to do some great water baptisms. Thanks. Thanks, Hayden. That was amazing. Can you get the worship team back up, please? That'd be awesome. We've got one more point. And we were talking about how how we can close this, we've started with identifying that there was a need and then setting a goal and then talking about purpose and the foundation of Christianity and the foundation of who we are and how we can keep pursuing God and how we can keep growing in our faith. And the first, I guess, uh, point uh, or, or version of the title that we had was uh, reach target for this point. But we kept thinking about it and we've realised that there is no reach target. Like We can't necessarily reach a target, even when you're working out in the gym or uh, whatever, right, and you're, 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 building, you're building your muscles or you're, you're doing whatever, you're trying to get fit, and you lose those 10 kilos or you lose that weight and you lose uh, your target amount. It's always, when you get to that stage, you're still always going to do more. You're always going to have to do more. To have a lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle, you have to have a healthy lifestyle in the sense that you have to keep working at it. You have to keep building at it. And it's the same thing for us as Christians, that we never reach a limit. We never reach a limit where we go, God, this is all you've got for me. Or this is as far as I can grow. Or this is as far as I've gotten. We're always growing. We've mentioned it before where we're always going to get to know God. Even when we get to heaven, we're always going to keep on getting to know who God is. There's always more to grow in. Becoming like Christ is a daily, daily, daily challenge. But there's grace for us in that. And I'm going to give you an opportunity today. And that fourth point, by the way, is keep on growing because in every season we can grow Pastor Jeff talked about going through and growing through that so I'm going to give an opportunity to every single person that if you say to me Michael I don't know Jesus like this I don't know the Saviour I don't know the one that you know you've been talking about and Hayden's been talking about I feel like I need him tonight. I feel like I want to let him in tonight because I've got nothing left to lose. Every head bowed, every eye closed. This is between you and God. He's moving here today and his presence is here. And if you've, if you knew God once before, but you went away from him for whatever reason. Today is the day to come back. You say, Michael, I want to grow in God again. I want to pursue God like I've never pursued God before. I want to trust him again with my life. I want to trust him with my circumstances. I want to trust him with everything that I am. If that is you today, I want to ask you to do this simple thing. 
and I ask you to raise your hand. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. So if this is you and you say, I want to get to know Jesus tonight. I want to say, yeah, I see that hand. I see that hand. Yep. I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, I see that hand. I see that hand. Is there anyone else today that says, you know what, I really want to know God. Today is the day, Michael. Yes, I see that hand. You may put him down when you raised him. I don't want to miss anyone out. One last time. Great. Then we're going to say this simple prayer. Everyone else is going to repeat it after you. At one point in their life, they said this prayer. And those people that said this prayer, just repeat this after me. Father God, I trust you. I give you my life. I thank you for dying for my sins. And I thank you for making me a new creation. I trust you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give it up for Jesus. And let's give it up for those people that give their lives to God. That's amazing. That's amazing. Wow. God is good. God is good. So, so good. So we have another thing. Uh, it's going to come up in a second. The Yes text. This is an amazing amazing technologies that we've recently come up with and it's been an amazing platform for everyone to use. So if you text yes to this number 0488-826-392, you'll get a message every morning for 30 days at 7am. It's as simple as it will fit on your smartphone. It's a simple uh, verse in the Bible and a simple prayer for you to start your journey with God. So if that's you, if you raise your hand today, I encourage you to text yes to this number and start your journey with God. Start it right, because this is the found. Again, we're coming back to foundation. And we're coming back to that place where you say, you know what, God, I trust you. And you're doing this right this time. You're doing it right, right? And if it's uh, if you're overseas and you're listening to this by a podcast, we have uh, yes.metrochurch.org.au. Uh, once you get onto that and it's much the same again where uh, it will send you a message but via email not by text so if you're overseas or wherever it is uh, you can jump onto that same deal 7am you'll get a short message and uh, a prayer to finish with awesome I am so excited we're going to do some water baptisms and I just wanted to say a couple points before that and if we can get Matthew 28 up again just one more time It says, Jesus is again saying to his disciples, he says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is an instruction from Jesus. So when people get water baptized, it's an act of obedience, but it's also a public declaration saying, God, we trust you and you are our Saviour. And this is such an amazing and incredible opportunity for people to do that. So we have amazing people that have said, you know what, I want to get water baptised. I want to make a public declaration to every single person that I am Jesus' son and daughter. How awesome is that? The worship team is going to lead us in uh, this song, but... As soon as we do that, we're going to jump into the tank and we're going to get some people uh, dunked. Amen? Great. Let's do it.